Welcome to the Round Pegs Square Holes podcast, hosted by myself, Sebastian Bates, and Timothy Fair-Matthews. A podcast made by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. We're launching our podcast with a series of raw but real interviews with some of the world's leading business mentors, industry experts, and entrepreneurs with incredible stories. Our goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain. So if it's your first time joining us, make sure you go back to episode one and don't miss a thing as you listen to incredible insights from our speakers. This is the Round Pegs Square Holes podcast. Welcome back to the next live interview on FTNX Academy. I hope everyone's had an amazing week and weekend. Um, I'm here today with uh, Ricky and Tommy, who are the co-owners of Captain Fantastic, one of the UK's top children's party entertainment companies. Um, and it's going to be quite an exciting chat. This is all about the inspiring series, so the inspiring pivot series. You know, listening to incredible people like Tommy and Ricky who have managed to pivot their businesses online during the crisis. Uh, so I believe your team went from doing 200 physical kids parties a month to absolutely zero. Um, yep. Within a team, within a, within a week, sorry, the team switched everything online, uh, launched virtual birthday parties, playdates, and live shows. Um, and what I've got down here is the first seven days of launching parties online brought in over 100 bookings with dozens in new countries. So it sounds like you actually took your business global during the pandemic. Um, and your online following has grown from 3,000 followers to 50,000 in a few days of the launch. And your online events have already reached over 3 million people. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> what an intro. And your online party have been featured on Sky News, BBC Radio, The Evening Standard, and The Daily Mirror Online. Yeah. That's online. That's it. We don't, we don't, <laughs> what an intro. That's what we like. <laughs> we don't need to say anything else now. We're done. Yeah. So we're doing all right now. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. That's the end of it. <laughs> yeah, so crazy times and we're trying to make the most of it. That's it. Yeah, it's you know, it's um I I'd love to I'd love to get into it and really you know hear about the journey you've gone on because obviously you're now experiencing that success and that's amazing, but I'm sure that wasn't always the case. I'm sure there were some really, really difficult times. Um, and if that's okay with you, I'd like to go into that a little bit. Um, but before we do, it'd be quite cool to find out, you know, who are Tommy and Ricky? How did you guys meet? Why did you create this? What are you doing here in the first place? Tell me. My head looks much bigger than Rick's. That's what I'm going to move further back. Yeah, so we're, we, me and Ricky met at drama school. So we trained as actors. We went Ricky, to East. Yeah. Ricky and I. Ricky and I. I know. Um, <laughs> English, Are you going to do that the whole interview, Ricky? No, but no. Showing our connection here. Yeah, broad round connection. <laughs> uh, yeah, we met at drama school. Came out of drama school. We thought we'd be famous, like within a month, because you know we're that talented. Uh, <laughs> and then the real world, the real world struck, and uh, we just struggled for acting work for several years. Ricky was in The Hobbit. He, he played the giant, didn't you, mate? Uh, yes, I played one of the uh, one of the dwarfs. Um, but yeah, that, that was it. Really, we, we met at drama school, East Fifteen uh, acting school. Um, 
and yeah, that came out of that. And as Tommy said, we, you know, we thought we'd do great. We actually started living together with a few friends as well. Uh, it was having the time of our lives when we were, when we were what, 20, 19, 21. Um, and, and then just from there, we, we were kind of, what can we do for, for work? What can we do for jobs? As, as actors, you do everything from leafleting, flyering, um, like working, you know, in bars, you do clubs, coffee shops, you do acting at some points. Yeah, yeah, a few little acting jobs here and there, but it's I'm, so... I'm doctors on BBC, just going <laughs> to drop that in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> doctors. <laughs> Most people try and forget it, Sebastian, but thanks. <laughs> and just from from there, like, um, we, we both started working for other kind of children's stuff in different areas, and we were like, oh, we quite enjoy this, it's really fun. Um, we were always the big kids in the class, um, and then it was actually Tommy who who founded Captain Fantastic. He's our fantastic founder. Um, and uh, and then from there, kind of, I came on afterwards. Um, I, I like how I skipped all of my story, just jumped on to help, <laughs> and I jumped on. Well, I, I was I was he's, making it a bit shorter. We saw a good thing. That's <laughs> Tommy started something great, and uh, you know, struggled for so many years until I came. No, um, so basically. As that started to take off and stuff, I was really interested in um, doing a lot of the older um, stuff for the kids. I, I, I love dancing. I love music. I love all that stuff. And Tommy's stuff was really aimed at the, the younger ones with the, the magic shows. Um, so I, I kind of came on board and we kind of brought this kind of disco element uh, and glow discos and dancing and all that kind of more current, like older stuff um, to the company and kind of got in it together. And then just kind of it, it went from there. And that was 10 years ago. Wow. And funnily yeah. enough, um, when the lockdown was um, official here in the UK, it was like March 23rd, that was literally the 10-year anniversary uh, for the company. Exactly. This party along the Thames, we've, all, like, we've got 40 staff, we're going to go down the Thames. We're going to have a big... Nice big party. Yeah. No, no puppetry or magic there, that's for sure. <laughs> and, uh, but then that all got cancelled. Yeah. And I think you do it on Zoom. <laughs> we did it actually. We haven't actually had a celebration. I think we're I think oh. we'll do it when we come out of lockdown. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 you didn't even do your own party, right? It's like it's like the painter who doesn't paint his own house. Come on. Is that it? We don't want it we don't want kids in the same room. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. We've done a few things on Zoom with our staff, but not yeah. We need a big night out after all of this, I think. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that was just how it really grew. And it, and it started off with just um, us in the house, in a shared house, uh, in one of the worst parts of London. Um, oh, yeah. And there was down up the walls. Like, it was, it, when, we, when we moved out, it was horrible. Oh, my gosh. I used to have uh, mice running across my bed. Um, on, I'm, not, I'm not joking here. So we, we lived in the worst house in Turnpike Lane. Um, and it, it, was, it was crazy. And uh, we had it so cheap, and we'd go out every night. It was honestly the best time. It was the worst of times. It was the best of times. We had a bucket in my room where there was a leak, where we just kept on leaking. And we didn't have a living room. We all just chilled in Ricky's room. And sometimes, like guys, I want to go to sleep, and we're like, nah, nah. I'd come home nights out, (laughs) and there'd be people just in my room watching my TV because my friends that Ricky's never met. Uh, and literally we would start the business there and we eventually one person moved out and we got we we we, re- we rented one of the other rooms um and basically set up a tiny little office uh and um tommy was paying one of our people that lived in the house uh, 150 quid a week 
uh, or was it a, oh, a week, wasn't it, to take to take all the phone calls and reply to emails because it started to pick up. And literally, that's just how it grew. And it, it was going from top. It was Tommy. Then Tommy got another one of our acting friends, and kind of the parties grew. And and that was ten years ago. And now there's kind of forty of us. Um, we have six full-time staff. Um, and yeah, and that, that's kind of how it started and grew. And so you grew, you grew from this parties. proper two mates on a sofa startup. You know, hustling yeah. a little bit to, with resources, and you know, developing that resourcefulness and and taking it from from a, a real budget startup to something which you know had forty staff, um, been running for ten years, um, all over the UK, or was it based there in London the whole time? Or we're based mainly London and surrounding okay. counties, but we franchised it now, and we have nine okay. franchises. We've sold two franchises in lockdown. That's wow. like, because of just the popularity. We've yeah. been able to, to grow. Um, yeah, but they run their own area. So we go from Ipswich now to Brighton, from Oxford to Kent, all of Kent. So that, that's Amazing. like our, our hub. But now we do our online stuff. We've done parties in Dubai. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so, so um, yeah, and uh, hopefully you can speak to Charlotte. You guys have been speaking to her about maybe putting something together. That would be awesome. Yeah, indeed. That would be great. Um, so... Okay, so mega successful growth over ten years. You know, you're not you franchised it. You, you're, you're even selling franchises mid pandemic, which is just insane. Um, while they're stuck in their houses, they're buying franchises to to run successful online businesses, which is awesome. I love that. Um, business at that point, end of end of February was really good. Yeah, yeah. So things started to slide off because of what was happening in other places. Some people were asking questions like, oh, what's the, the deal with this and what's going on with that? But yeah, generally up until the end of February was absolutely fine. What's really funny, in January, we'd had the best January we'd ever had. Ever. And we were like, 2020, this is our year. It's going to be amazing. We set up all the bonus commission schemes for all the people in the office. Like everything was like, guys, we're going to hit these targets here. And we hit all the targets in January and blew them out the yeah. water. And yeah. then it came. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Definitely. Um, you know, you start off with these amazing expectations for the year, which, you know, for a lot of people, I think January and February was, it was a great, was a great time. You know, there was none of this. It was all, it was all brilliant. Um, and then suddenly, bang, end of February. For us, for us, it was end of February. We, we kind of locked down um, a little bit earlier, especially being a kids kids organization. You know, group gatherings for children was just one of the first things to get knocked on the head. Yeah. Um, so so for you then, t- talk me through when you first found out that you were being shut down, that you couldn't run your clubs. Talk me through those, you know, the, the feelings that came about, what happened, you know, financially, everything. I think Ricky got on it first, actually. You were the one that was more panicked, and I was like, Oh, it'd be all right, mate. Yeah, it was literally, so I run a dance school in Camden um, and we had a massive event. It was going to be our biggest event as well. It's so funny how things happen. It was meant to be the biggest event on the weekend of the 22nd and 23rd of March. Um, and that's actually when they actually introduced lockdown here. Um, so we've been promoting that for months. We'd sold all the ticket sales. It was going really well. And then two weeks before, uh, you know, just just in just into March, everyone started to start panicking about this COVID nineteen and what's this thing and and, uh, and, and, his, and his thing is a worldwide thing. Everyone from around the country go to his. Yeah, dance. everyone from different Europe, they all come fly over, and people started messaging in. What is, is it still going ahead? Yeah, everyone, and we were just like, yeah, of course it's going ahead. It's absolutely fine. Nothing's nothing's bad here. And then as it got to kind of 10, 14 days before, everyone 
we were speaking to us like guys like people don't want to travel now and we were looking at it and and i mean i'm sure everyone remembers but on the news it was every day something went much much more crazy and we were just like there's no way that this can be you know hopefully we'll survive through it and then we realized actually you know safety wise you know cause for concerns dancers mm-hmm. ours as a partner dance course everyone gets very close with each other um mm-hmm. and everyone was like and then i can come so we, we made the decision like i think it was literally nine or ten days before the event to cancel it um we i mean we lost huge amounts because all the venues were still open that they wouldn't give us money back because they're technically still open they were still open you know just until the end of march um so we lost all stuff there um but like we started closing everything um, and sending it and everyone was like, you've done the right decision. And every day I got a bit worse. And I was, and I, and I phoned Tommy while we were at the tour when we had this issue. And I was like, Tommy, like everyone is complaining. No one's flying in. Everyone's saying they don't want to get close. Everyone's getting worse. And Tommy was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm sure it'll be fine, mate. Like it's absolutely fine. The government's not said stuff yet. And we were like, I'm just not sure. And then the next day came and it got a lot worse. And I was like, bro, honestly, mate, it, it's like, it's getting, when we were like, oh shit, what happens if this does? And it, it was, it was literally, Cause I remember the day it, it was that week before the 23rd. Um, and we were like, what happens if it does get worse? We need to start thinking about it. So we, 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 uh, we got the team, uh, our Captain Fantastic, uh, admin HQ, um, together. And literally we said to everyone, look, we know. And then people started postponing, started canceling. It got a lot worse. We had like, you know, we had our most that day people cancel and postpone. Um, yeah. and again, like we had to change our terms and conditions slightly because normally like, <laughs> normally we have like a, a, a an admin fee that if they cancel or postpone like this so we had to change all that stuff to coincide with what the government's recommendations were and you know we didn't want to be seen as you know the, friend, the friendly givers of joy and happiness and fun like you know stealing people's money if they cancel yeah. because we're still open and the government hasn't officially locked down yet so we had to do all that stuff and, and it is because you had a worldwide audience that, that we reacted quicker because yeah. we, we just knew that it was happening and because ricky's other company had all these people saying it weren't going to happen that's why we acted mm. fast but because we because of this when italy, italy locked down we we took all the staff to one side and said look we we actually think this might happen like you know we're going to lock down and you know you might have a job you know like not to be horrible <laughs> what can we do can we cut hours and we just said to the whole like staff what can we do because yeah. even further hadn't really come into play we went through pretty much exactly the same thing with the warrior academy i mean you know i, I was on a, on a plane back from johannesburg when i found out we were being completely shut down and the um the you know that was end of february beginning of march dubai got completely shut down and we were you know i was explaining to the uk our guys in the uk look <laughs> this is quite likely going to hit the uk very very soon sooner than you think and and I and I predict this not to be a two week shutdown, but a seven eight month, you know, nothing running. And I think like you like you had that foresight and that you know that influence from having the connections around the world, you were able to give your team that awareness, which no doubt set you up to to be a yeah. few steps ahead of other people, maybe. Well, that's that's why then then this is this was the thing that really pivoted everything. We all the clubs were going to shut, and we kind of just felt that before anyone else did. And we thought, what's going to be hit most? Because the schools were open, but it's the toddler groups. And we thought, we'll go online because all these toddler clubs will be the first one to go online and do a free session. And when we did that free set, so we, we went from doing 200 parties to zero. Uh, that's a month. And then we just like, what are we going to do? And we did this online toddler session and we had nearly 50,000 people watch it within about, about two hours. 
Yeah, and we um we asked for donations and we got we got a huge amount of donations because there was there was thousands that like I've never seen in, in the top left hand corner when we went live, it was like zero, eighteen, twenty four, two point four thousand, six point two K and it just kept going up and we were like what the hell? And we were like, oh my gosh. Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> and the most annoying thing is, obviously that's the first, that was the first one we, I remember it, it was Monday 21st or 23rd. Like I, I remember it. It was literally, lockdown was set here on a Sunday. And we, we, we did it before lockdown. It was on a Wednesday. That, that, was, the, that was the second one you wanted about. Ah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, ah, you're right. Um, and we did a, yeah. I'm telling you how it is, man. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, yeah, we literally did it. And the amount of people that had viewed it and were watching it live and the comments, we had, um, so it was a half an hour show um, and there was like 6,800 comments um, during that half an hour show. And I was like, oh! but we didn't have good cameras. We didn't know what the internet was like. We didn't know how to do lives. We didn't know how to type properly. Um, we didn't know music because obviously we were just pressing play from the laptop thinking what we can hear, they can hear. And now, now we know that isn't quite correct. Um, mm. So it was all those things that we were just doing straight away live because we thought yeah, we were doing a super sharp learning curve. But it sounds like you're really sort of you know riding the bicycle as you as you were building it, you know. And that, that, um, that's yeah. that's our life motto. Sometimes that's brilliant. Sometimes it's uh, it's not so good. <laughs> you can only but, um, look at what you've ever done, right? You would if you didn't act quickly. Mm. And I think you know acting quickly and and listening to the market, listening to what people want modifying and, and you know adapting you know that's that's all down to speed and getting something out there quickly you know okay. everybody online at the same time i think people are very forgiving right to, oh, to the mistakes a hundred percent and we threw i think the thing that really did us well is we were like guys let's put our creative minds together and tommy and i we are very creative like we're much more creative minded than the business minded we were like what are the things that we can do? What can we do? Um, and, and we decided to launch this thing called a 24-hour kids party, um, yeah. which is what it sounds. We, we would do entertainment for 24 hours. And this was the week of lockdown. Um, and from it, that... It was lockdown the day after. Yeah, it was lockdown the day after. And we had all the entertainers uh, coming and they were like, we're going to lock down. We're like, house, we did an hour slot. We tried to get everyone like, isolated, but at the point, at that point, it wasn't... No, it wasn't on official. It was the day before. I remember it was Saturday, like 22nd or something. And it was a 24 hour kids party. Um, and from that, from messaging that, we got on Sky News. We had a, a lovely feature on Sky News, interviewed on that, uh, live on Sky News. And that got us really a lot of. Um, I got us loads of PR. I was in the Evening Standard, Telegraph, uh, yeah. Daily Mirror Online. Uh, and then that was it. And it, it was literally after that. That we that we filmed some very um, quick like fake uh, online parties to our family and friends, saying, "Guys, we want to launch this online kids party. We need to do it now, now, now. Uh, can we just do one to your kids and we film it?" Um, so it was, we made a promo video really, really quickly and put it out on the site, and that uh -huh. again got picked up by everything. But we were the very first people to do it. Like we had launched it the day before lockdown. Um, so before like anyone else had started thinking about all this stuff, really. Uh, we launched it and and as you said at the beginning we had i think we had about 2800 likes or follows on our facebook uh, and within that kind of five or six days um we were up to 50,000 um i mean we're well over 60,000 followers now um and again we we booked 100 online kids parties within 7 days uh this month we booked what was it 355 or 365 in total 
Um, yeah. So one, one a day for the rest of the year. Uh, so yeah, so I think we booked 355 um, online kids parties in the last 28 days, um, which is fantastic. But um, yeah, so I, I think it, it's down to having a team though, because we don't do it all ourselves, obviously. Yeah. That, that's a really good point, actually. We have, we, we're not small, that we've got a team where we can work and we can create together, but we're not massive. We have to go and talk to a board of directors. We, have, we can move really fast, like agility-wise. We were like, we are the perfect shaped business for, for a problem. And we didn't realise it, it was a problem. Because we, me and Ricky just say, are we doing this? And go, yeah, and then it's done. We don't wait for anything. And we, we are, like, my, my girlfriend works for a charity. Um, and my friends, some of them, they work for corporates. And literally, my girlfriend, Becca, is so jealous. She t- like Every phone call I hear her, she's like, it's so annoying. I'm so jealous of Ricky because he can just say that he's going to do something and do it. No one sign it off. But she has an idea. It has to go, like, they've been trying to do stuff for their charity for, like, weeks. Um, yeah. They were part of the London Marathon. Like, they were one of the big partners. And they were trying to do stuff. But they email their, their thing with an idea. Then that gets emailed to head office. And the manager does it. And then they have to have a meeting about it. And that meeting's in three days' time. And by the time that they've either said yes or no, the, the whole thing is gone. And everybody else yeah. Um But like Tommy said, like, it, it's that was us. We had this idea. We didn't sleep for two days going crazy. Had these ideas and launched everything within a day. And we've got this amazing graphic designer. And he just... We were up till 3, 4 a.m. doing everything. And I launched it all in the morning. Like, we had the idea in the night, and it was launched all by the morning. <laughs> but we're, we're like that constantly now. We don't stop. So we had all these ideas, and now we've got an audience. We're like, now is the time to launch them. So we've launched mm. a sketch show. It's got a cartoon on it. We've got a game app that we put into We just paid someone to make a game app, and that comes out this week. We've got a new, uh, a new book that we've written, and it's a children's book, and that's coming out. We're going to do a virtual book launch. But, like, because we're creative... We just don't stop, you know. <laughs> 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 but, um, what else have we got? <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. This is what I made. Oh, it. Album on Spotify. So that, no. okay, this is great as well. On because so, we've been doing our toddler groups, it's got so much traction. Sony Music uh, approached us about uh, being on their label, and we had a nice meeting with Sony Music. Like, you know, how would these things happen? Yeah, in normal life, it's just so. But this all came out of just, we were going to sack our staff. We were going to not have any money. It was came out of like desperation. We yeah. said, let's, maybe we just have a big break, but we just said, let's try it and see. And as Tommy yeah, said, like, that, was that was said, why don't we just have a break? And that was it. And now yeah. I'm 24, I've got twins as well. And my yeah. staff after nurse. So in the day I have the twins and in the evening and the weekends, I work. <laughs> <laughs> and like Tommy said, like Sony Music approached us, had a meeting with them. And then, um, I don't know if I can say all this stuff, but we had another, like, a TV ch- programme um, messaging, say, can we help launch their, like, new series that is coming out on their DVD? Uh, and then Sky got in touch with us and asked if we could do something with their AI over the Easter period. Um, and, like, and then it was, like, Pizza Hut also got in touch. And all these places that we would have, that we were reaching out to originally, um, like, mm. we've got someone that works with us, PR, um, Katie Fox, who's very, very good. Um, she she you know reaches out to all these people, does all this stuff, um, and now these people are reaching out to us. Uh, people are asking, can we feature on this? Uh, can I sponsor you maybe to do this one? And it's like, yeah. wow, this this is completely turned around in our favour. And um, and I think what what Tommy's very good at as well is um, so, <laughs> excuse me, um, is that with all this stuff, obviously a lot of companies when they're getting a load of stuff might cut their advertising like because although although all this stuff is coming in it doesn't necessarily equate to huge amounts of profits because 
we still we're still paying the staff we're still doing it we're buying all the new we're buying everyone cameras we're buying all the different zoom logins for everyone we got like a lot of new expenses and again we have to train change a lot of the tricks and things online so ordering new bits and pieces um but when we were getting all this traction tommy's like let's put loads of money in the ads let's put loads of money boosting let's put loads of money on this and there's me thinking bro we don't have any money really to spend and that month of the 200 postponed parties we we, we set back 20 grand 30k like and that, that's it that's all that's all, like we don't have and, and we, as this was going on we were like we can probably last two or three months um yeah. kind of going paying staff and that's it um so like there's not you know there's not massive collateral it's a small business that just like keeps investing themselves and tommy was like Let's spend. Let's just spend everything we're getting, all the donations that we were getting, every penny. I was like, oh, oh, and Tommy was like, let's do it. So Tommy like was boosting everything. Spent he spent every single penny we have on boosting. <laughs> but I mean, we don't know. But that's probably you know why we've carried on growing so much, getting the lives. Like we've got the clients now. We're just keeping the clients. You know, we're, we're we're targeting their friends. We're getting more. So I think even when we were down, we were still trying to like. And we've not we've not earned. I mean, we've started to earn from profit now, but you know, it, it, it's 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 minimal compared to what we're still spending. But we, mm-hmm. we are looking at it. And if anyone's listening, like we don't really care right now what's going on. We care what's going to happen when we're out of this. And if we can get to, you know, we're over sixty thousand followers with all this. You know, people that might be interested in subscriptions, like. When we get to 60, 70,000, 80,000 followers, likes, all this interaction, all, all this kind of gravitas towards us, when we come out of this um, with the new franchisees, every area hopefully can grow. We can get some, you know, music label records. We can get some cartoons out there. We can get the books out there. Merchandise will sell more. So we are doing everything now to look for towards the future. And, and that's all we're looking at. There's a good quote. A, a good player goes to where the puck is. A great player goes where the puck is going. And that's what we're just thinking. How are we going to springboard? How are we going to make this work in our benefit? Because when this comes out, there's going to be people that want new opportunities. They're going to want to, maybe they haven't got a job and they're going to want to, and we can offer them a franchise. Kids parties are very recession proof. So we, you know, if we can build and grow, you know, it's time for us to really expand, I think. Yeah. Amazing. Some, some really key lessons in there, really, from, from the way you guys acted quickly, you know, that speed that you needed to do. You got something out there very, very quickly. And that was that was rough and ready, but served the purpose. Listen, listen to the market and, and adapted. Um, and then also, you know, there's that quote from uh, Warren Buffett, isn't there? Um, be be greedy when everyone's fearful, and fearful when everyone's greedy, right? And by plowing by plowing your resources into advertising, and then you know, just looking at the way you guys have have managed your PR campaign, you know, because of this, which has just exploded your business into this global online provider of, of birthday parties and. You know, you, you, you said one of the best in the UK. I, I can't imagine any other birthday part of the UK um, who is who is doing, you know, to the, to the degree you guys are doing. So I think you're probably going to be labelling yourselves the top UK party provider very, very soon, right? What is funny is, <laughs> what, what is funny is every, every children's It might be true now, though. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, every children's entertainer does have like the UK's number one and, and we have it as well, but you know, we are the UK's number one on free index because we've got over a thousand five stars. We've won a junior award or something. We've actually won stuff. There's a lot of entertainers to say UK's number one. But, but like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with that stuff, a lot of um, a lot of entertainers, you know, that they, they have jumped on it pretty quickly, but I think we were the first of what we know of and that that's why Sky News everywhere picked up because it was brand new. Um and I think a lot of entertainers now uh, have now jumped on it. 
I like that quote, what Henry Ford once said. James uh, James Davison, uh, who's just written in saying, Henry Ford once said, a man who stops advertising to save money is like a man who stops a clock to save time. Ah, I love it. That's cool. I like that. Nice one, Jamie. Get that one Um, across my chest. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky loved the life statement. I do love a life state. Everyone loves a life state. It strikes me that obviously, aside from the you know the, the social and um, medical disaster that this is, you know, from a from a business point of view, looking at your business journey, you guys look like you're enjoying yourselves. We we, we have fun. Like I have fun no matter what. We're active. <laughs> like we do work so many hours of the day. Um, I mean, we still we work smart, not just hard, but we, we, we work a lot as well. But we do enjoy it. Uh, I'm not going to lie. At the moment, it's crazy. Like, I mean, I don't know if you have so many WhatsApp groups that we have. We have we have hundreds. And like when I, when I say 100, I probably I probably got 40 or 50 WhatsApp groups that are constantly blinging. Like I look at my phone and I, I come back to it an hour later and there's like 174 messages there. And, it, and it, it's one of them's to do with the Zoom groups. One of them's to do with the the dance. One of them's to do with the, yeah, it's on the show now. It literally <laughs> 60 messages on WhatsApp since we started. If you, if you ever think you're busy, guys, this this is what busy looks like. Let's have a look at the WhatsApp groups. Come on. But, it, but it, it's literally, uh, it is you want to see all of them. <laughs> Brilliant. But like at the moment, it, it, it's, it's becoming slightly too much. Like I work all through the day and then like my girlfriend will want to have dinner and, I, and I'm, you know, I'm on the phone, it's buzzing, it's beeping. But she, she got annoyed right at the beginning, um, before the lockdown. And like this, this really happened is like, she was getting annoyed at me. Like, why, why are you working so hard? And I, I couldn't sleep. I was having heart palpitations at the beginning. Like, there was a three day period during the lockdown, um, just at the beginning when we were figuring out what to do. I wasn't sleeping. Me and Tommy were having conversations every minute with the graphic designer, with the team, like three, 4 a.m. in the morning. And then I'd wake yeah. up at nine and like we carry on and we trying to, we flipped every single thing around on the website. We had to get a new design, everything. And like, then Becca saw what we did and we became first. And she was like, I totally understand why we were doing this because, you know, as, as someone that, you know, runs the company as self-employed, you know, you have to do what you have to do to change it. And Becca can drop everything at 5 PM when she finishes work. And it doesn't really matter if someone messages her, she doesn't need to message back. Um, so like that is it. We just try our best um, to do it. And we don't stop until, until we kind of are happy. <laughs> Wait, yeah, wait. No, no, completely. But it's it's a pursuit of passion, you know. And, and then you know, that that work you're doing, you might you might work 15 hours in the day, but it doesn't really feel like work because you're just so into it, right? You care so much about the outcome and what you're doing. It does take its toll, though. So, like, like at the moment, like, not like Tommy, not Tommy, I can go more. I can go harder and I'll go faster. <laughs> <laughs> just give it to Tommy for a few weeks. Just give him your WhatsApp messages. Oh, <laughs> But there's a, there's a meme, isn't there, where there's a boss and he's whipping people to work, and then there's a the leaders underneath, and he's telling it, he's at the front pulling everyone along, and we're leaders. We don't wait for someone. We don't need to be whipped. We follow us. This is the way forward. Yeah, right. <laughs> give you hope. Give you something to follow. That's yeah. what we feel. We, we got we got forty people relying on us for incomes for their family. If we mm. stand still, they, they they what do they do? And that, yeah lead the way I, I, I can go longer because i know i'm supporting other people's families and what, yeah. and what is fantastic now is um our team beforehand like they're all entertainers so they're all at their own homes uh, and we speak occasionally we meet up every probably 
four to six months to kind of really talk. This isn't our full-time staff. We see them every day, but our entertainers that are self-employed. Um, and, you know, we chat occasionally on the WhatsApp groups that are going and stuff like that. Um, but now, since this, we've got a core group of kind of between 10 and 15 of them that are really going for it, that are, that are sticking in, that are helping us. And they have seen what me and Tommy, Tommy and I, uh, have been um, doing, not just for ourselves and for the company, but for them. Like w With all the donations, we haven't been taking any of them ourselves. We've been splitting them between the entertainers and not ourselves. We've mm. been passing on. Tommy and I aren't doing any parties, even though like it would be great for some money to do it. We are giving every single one to our team and our entertainers. We are offering them to do much more online and we're still paying them to do the online stuff. Um, like we want to see it and, and they have started to see this. And now when we said, guys, we'll buy your webcams for you, get a new one. They're like, no, I bought my own. You guys are doing amazing for it. Yeah, and actually, like you've now seen the camaraderie. And do products for us. Yeah. And they're all like, let me write the blogs for you. Can I chip in here? Can I do? And it's like, wow, what was just kind of like individual islands have now come together and like we're building a proper community within our staff. And like yeah. all those things that, you know, like Richard Branson says about treating your staff right. And like we, we, we try and do it, but actually this. It's not a good time to mention that, Rick, but sure. Yeah, you know, you're right, actually. Um, but like this now has had such great kind of, you know, camaraderie brought between the team. And it's like, I now yeah. speak to them now much more as friends like it's really nice to see mm. thanks it's not, it's not really i mean you know like any crisis it's got that potential um you know to, to bring people together one of the things i keep saying is nothing is transparent to like a crisis so if they can see you guys emerge as, as leaders who are putting them first you know that it, it's going to really cement that kind of relationship with you guys and and that team culture which exactly. is and when I do the training for the entertainers, so Tommy and I still do the training for our entertainers, I always say to the entertainer, a, um, you don't know a good entertainer until shit <laughs> goes bad at a party. Mm. I said anyone can, not anyone, but literally nearly anyone can entertain a group of well-behaved, happy children that are willing to do what you say. But what yeah. happens when you get that rough lot in that, you know, rough area that you know are throwing food that are doing this that are, are doing going crazy that you can't control that's when you you're the difference between having a good entertainer and a great entertainer do you know what well, i mean well, yeah completely agree again nothing gives transparency like a crisis right and that is a mini crisis on its own ricky what's the what's the um the most full-on party you've ever been to when you say full on, do you mean what do you mean? You mean, like, I mean not, not on your own. I mean, I mean, like you know, you, you, you explain parties going wrong. So okay. can I jump in? Me and Ricky, no, Lord, I don't want to hear from Tommy on this. I'm no, no, I need to jump in. I need to. Me and Ricky launched a party for adults, and it's called Kidding You. Not a great title, but it's a working title. And we did a, we did a, we did a thing for a bunch of army wives. Uh, and like the equipment didn't work, they started heckling us. Heckling on the Ricky took his clothes off. There was a comedy strip. It's they, uh... they pinned him down and took his clothes off. Oh no! This is the price of fame, guys. You know we have done these fun. army wives are vicious. Uh, but yeah, kids. I've had, I've had some. I've had some. I've had some horrific ones. Horrific. Um, really? Like horrific ones, like uh, things where I've um. You lose, you lose grip of the situation. It slowly slides away. 
like, I, I literally think I'm a master of kind of kids parties. Like, a li- I, I'm, and I've done over 5,000 kids parties personally myself from wow. ages one through to adults because I do a lot of the adult entertainment as wow. well, like weddings and stuff. 5,000? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the last 12 or 13 years, I, I've been doing between yeah. four and five every, you know, every week. And then Christmas, you do, you know, 50, 60 a month. But yeah, over 5,000. I worked it out a couple of years ago. Um, and that's, that's got my 10,000 hours in right there. Um, <laughs> and and literally, I've had some, though, where I'm like, I'm in, in the middle of doing a trick. And then all of a sudden, the kids just walk past and punch me straight in the uh, in, in the ding dong. Um, and like, I've been having, like, I can't move. Everyone's laughing. I've had a big target there. He was all right. Oh, you bastard. And like I, I've had it where as well like this where some of the parents aren't listening at all and um, and I say and someone shouts out you know uh, he's got a big nose and I'm like my nose isn't big and then like, and, and then you turn around and someone says don't he's got a big bottom I don't have a big bottom and then they all shout he's got a big willy this happened at one part and I was like no 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 and then all the kids are shouting he's got a really big he got big I was like oh my god no 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 and then the parents come over and like there's this one entertainer there uh, in no, 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 please, but guys, guys, carry on. And like, you know, when kids see that you don't want them to start saying stuff, they start saying before you guys were all over the national TV and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one filmed it, luckily. luckily. <laughs> oh my goodness. So so tell me what, what's the situation now? Now you've you've experienced this massive um interest in your services and what you're doing and you guys all over the place um have you seen that drop off at all and or has it maintained momentum and now what is your plan with the business to, to kind of generate revenue seeing it as a kind of a long-term situation so i i think we're mimicking like what the coronavirus is actually doing um you know it went up on such a peak like this and now the peak here in the uk has kind of peaked and now it's slightly on a downward would slope and i think that is identical to what our business is doing so you know, we started off really bad and it's gone up. It went brilliant. And I think the peak was probably a week and a half, two weeks ago. And since then, because there's so much, you know, I'm, I'm sure anyone listening can tell that as soon as someone has a good idea and it goes, goes, you know, global, goes online, everybody kind of jumps on. They copycat, mm. which is absolutely fine because that's what people see making money and they follow it. And that's what happened with us as well. Everybody started launching online parties. Um, we did have some, we had some messages from other entertainers saying, guys, you know, you've done brilliantly. I really need help. Can you help? And um, we are happy to help others as well. Um, and, and, you know, everyone started bringing out skits for a fee. Um, no, uh, that's what happened. And now we started going from, as we said at the beginning, we had, you know, 10,000 people watching live. Uh, and like our, our standard party, like our standard things watching live this month on, for example, at like the toddler group has been about 500 people watching every single morning. And that kind of went down at 300, 200. And now it's kind of around 140, 150 mm. between that. And some of the ones that at the beginning that we had kind of 80 to 100 people and now yeah. that out of 20 people. And so they've that- started get lower and lower is is kind of faded and now you're left with the people who are who are truly interested in your service right also, also the weather so the weather started okay. to pick up here a bit in the uk as well obviously i mean the last few days have been raining but uh we notice as soon as like you know our friends that, that own play things as soon as you know you know like the indoor the indoor mm-hmm. adventure parks when it, they hope for rain 24 247 as yeah. soon as morning, no one comes and, and kind of online is similar because they've got stuff to do in their garden. They can go out for walks. engagement hasn't really dropped, though. We still get the views, but we don't get them as much live. A lot of people come in and watch later or drop in. But we, we're doing 33 sessions. 
Our community actually went too much on content, I think. And we bombarded mm. people. So I think because it was working so well, we chucked everything at it. And what we should have yeah. what we're doing now, we've cut the hours, we're going to do less next week. And we're just focusing on the new thing, the next thing. Uh, and that's why we're about to launch, uh, a, we're going to launch a new franchise that is just based virtually. So we're going to make a franchise for toddler group virtual because we're going to, we do a paid subscription where you do it over Zoom now. So this is a new product. And this, this has only been launched this week. So like what, what everything Tommy's saying now is like, we, we know we've peaked and we can't keep on peaking no matter how much money you throw at it really. So we are now looking what is going to happen in the next two months because we know kids parties aren't going to be back to normal till probably October, November, December, if that, and they're still going to need a lot of precautions in. So we are now looking what can be done now for the next couple months. Mm. Right. Okay, cool. It, one of the questions I've kind of got is, um, you know, I, th I think a lot of people went on this, we're going we're gonna to look after our community and give lots of free stuff. And that's certainly what we did. I think we were doing about 40, the Warrior Academy and Dubai combined, it was about 40 free classes a week we were doing. But at what point do you start saying, we need to start monetizing this, charging uh, charging for this? And how do you make that switch? So, I mean, that's quite, I mean, it's quite an easy one, really. Uh, and the point is, like, why are you doing it? So, like, people doing the free ones, uh, I saw, so we saw some people doing free things online, and but they didn't have any other products. They, they didn't even have the online parties. Now, we... Mm. We launched the online parties and we were like, okay, how can more people know about our online parties? Because this is what is going to save us free yeah. shows. So when we did the free shows, we got inquiries and we were like, okay, cool. The first week we did a load of free shows. We only had like four or five. And from those four or five, we got loads of inquiries because on the live show, we would talk about the parties. Hey everyone, kind of uh, we're doing this for you. We're doing it through donations. You know, if you've got any money, please do donate. Um, the main thing we're offering now is online kids parties. You know, if you've got a party during quarantine, don't let it spoil it. Come join us for online party. Um, and, th and that's what we had. So we were pushing those. So we were like, let's just do loads and loads of online free content. Um, and obviously the, the main the main thing was to A, build a following, and B, that we can sell to. Because um, yeah. at the end of the day, obviously. I'd like to sell to you now, and I think that's really, like, there's, there's no point doing free stuff without an outcome. And, uh, and yeah. we we always knew we were feeding a parties and that feeds into going into other products. And we've always done that. We've always had products feed into other products. And we learned that from Dent, you know, I know we're going to talk about that later, but. Yeah, no, that's probably quite a good point. I mean, um, you know, you've, you've, you've obviously pivoted online rapidly to be featured in, in, you know, not just, not just all the different national radio stations, TV stations, but you know, to, to be featured on entrepreneur.com as well. Um, you know, you've obviously done an amazing job of, of adapting and pivoting. What what kind of mentors or influences have you had to help you with that? So we always have a coach on, like we always have someone that's given us advice and we look for people that have done things that we haven't done. So at the minute, our coach is very much, he's franchised a massive soccer, soccer tops and that's his, our coach now. Uh, Mark, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, that's our coach at the minute because he's he's done what we want to do. Uh, we also did the DENT, the KPI program. Uh, that's with Daniel Priestley. And that's all the five Ps, if you ever read the book, Key Person of Influence. Great yeah. book. And for us, that really taught us, you know, we, we were here, but we didn't know how to get to here. And I think, let's get that in view. Uh, and that really, that gave, it, gave, it gives you steps to get to the next point. And the best thing we learned from that was having multiple income streams. It's like putting your eggs all into one basket. It doesn't work. And also loyal customers will buy from you again and again. So just take them on a product journey. 
But I think the best piece of advice that Daniel Priestley ever, that I got from anything that we did on KPI um, was literally, uh, where do you want to get to right, in the future, like up here? And then reverse engineer the future backwards, which is the, the, the line that he uses a lot, reverse engineer the future. And that is, so to get to up here, how, you need to get to this step. And what's that step? But to get to that step, there's this step. Now, a lot of people probably think, oh, but I know where I want to get to. But then what they do is they say, I want to get to here, but they say, okay, I'm going to start at the very bottom step. How do I get to the next step instead of working backwards? Um, and to yeah. me, that might sound, if people have been doing it the other way around, it sounds pretty similar or the same, but it's completely different because you have to work backwards to know rather than forwards. And, and for me, that's really, really helped us figure out where it is. Like, like what we've just been saying with all the online stuff, people are doing loads of stuff for free and then they're just asking for donations. But if, you know, do something for free, if you want to build follows, yes, that's one thing you want to do, but you don't just want to build follows to build follows because what's the point of having follows? You need follows to sell what? Like, you know, do you know what I mean? Like some people only go a little bit ahead, but they haven't got that full goal or that aim which they want to get to. Yeah, definitely. One of the things I, I heard Daniel speak about a lot is developing assets and using this time to, to look in look into your business and look at the, the, the IP you're sitting on. Um, have you guys taken that advice and, and, and looked at developing assets during this time? Yeah, that's, to be honest, that's all we're doing, really. And the, the, our timetable that's free is, is to feed into those assets. It's the, that's like our main goal, really. I think with what Ricky was saying also... Is like we have massive dreams. Like we want to have a TV series. We want Captain Fantastic to be global. We want a kids books that rival Julia Donaldson. We don't aim small. But the thing is, when you say that to someone and they're like, but who are you? What have you done? Like mm -hmm. it just like, kind of just alienates them. So by putting those steps in place, like reverse engineer the future, you get other people to come on board at different stages. So if you just say, here's my big dream, people are like, all right, what? believe it when I see it sort of thing. Yeah, but, yeah. But, and, and I've always I've always had big dreams and it puts people off because they just can't see the jump. Yeah. Whereas if you micromanage people and give them what they need to know at that point, they can yeah. come forward with you. And it's took me a long time to learn that. And all the coaching and, and then has, has really like, has really drummed that into me. Mm. Amazing. God, lo lo loads of brilliant advice in there. Really, really, really useful. And um, this is quick, a quick look if we've got any uh, any good questions here. We've got a great one here. Um, any tips on how to boost that, that team culture? thing that I, I, which we don't always do, and we will do this from now on, is involve everyone. Because even when we were talking about like sacking people, I know that sounds horrible, we had a team meet and said, look, we're going to run out of money in three months. What do we do? And we involved them. And they were like, we can cut our hours. I can manage on this amount. Uh, then we took everyone individually. So we had a team meeting and then individually we went away, spoke about what we were going to do. And then individually we implemented our plan. But we yeah. involved them. And our, and, our, and our entertainers, once we involved them, they've started writing products for us. But it's, it's involving them and leading the way. You've got, you've got to muck in. You, I clean the – if the, the sink's messy here, I clean it. I'm not below mm -hmm. the I, If something needs to be done, I'll do it. And I do it for people to show that, you know, I'm one of them. I'm not above them. Yeah, 100%. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Ricky doesn't clean anything. I was just going to say, I, I don't really like the clean. You can see Ricky's head light and you won't get me doing Tommy can do it. But yeah, it is, yeah, everything Tommy just said there is completely true. It is like we didn't realize before that, that involving them so much really helped. Um, yeah. so definitely just being open and transparent. 
And as a business owner, that's right? That's that's so key. You know, I mean, one of the things we did is we sat the business down, we sat everyone down, we just said, look, this is the situation. That you know, this is this is what we've got coming up. We've got a plan for the worst case scenario. Uh, you know, what can you do to help? Um, and you know, how can we help you to protect your roles here? You know, and, and the, the ideas started coming out, and everyone felt ownership over the business and what was going on, and it was inspiring. And, and also, I mean, this isn't one that you need to actually, but like rewarding. Um, so like with our staff as well, like in the office, even while this has been happening, we've given them all bonuses. Um, because, really? um, yeah, even though we don't have, and they were just, and you should have seen like how thankful, um, like how absolutely thankful they were. And, and that, that actually like inspires them to do more. And like, they start getting more, because like we were just like, because I was chatting to Tommy, I was like, buddy, like, they're working their asses off. Like they are going crazy mm. for us. And like, obviously it's our business we're trying to save. They obviously feel like, you know, they, they are part of this thing and, and they love the business as well. You know, it's fun. It's silly. Um, I mean, sometimes they hate us, but it's funny and it's silly. Uh, and they're working like, like crazy for us. And we're messaging, we're constant up at all hours in the night. They're messaging back as well. It's amazing. Yeah. And we were just like, buddy, like, you know, we've already cut down some of their hours, but like they're working us off. They are saving the business. And, and like we just said, let's give them bonuses now just to show them. And then when we sent it through and we messaged them saying, we check your bank account, we give you, they were just like, how can you do this at a time like now? And it's like, mm. well, actually, we have nothing right now if it wasn't for these guys. And I think just for them to feel appreciated, we don't always show appreciation so much. Do you know what I mean? So I think showing it in a time of desperation just shows that you're willing to kind of, you know, that you will really understand and, and thank them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, right. I, I think we'll, we'll probably finish off um, there. What I quite like to hear um, is if you are talking and you are right now talking to lots of business owners, um, not just here in Dubai, but around the world um, through this uh, live interview, a lot of business owners struggling, not quite sure how to um, bring their business online, how to pivot online. Um, which is essentially what this community is there to help support people do. Um, what would be your advice to them in, in, in a very, very short sentence? Uh, if we have two, two bits of advice each, that might work. So, uh, Ricky, what would your advice be? So what, just just, um, just how they can kind of switch things? Two, two, two bits of advice that you would give to a business owner who's struggling at this time. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's don't lose faith, um, but... I think to have faith, you've got to know what it is that you want to get out of this. So I think this is a perfect time to take a step back and see what it is that, that you want or that means something to you. For example, if if you've been working your ass off for two years and you've not really spent any time with your family and stuff, maybe the whole month or two months or something is is you not doing absolutely anything because mm. maybe that's what, what you need. And, you know, when you're thinking from a fresh head, that sometimes that can literally change everything. Like, um, for I know that Tommy, when he goes on holiday, he comes back with fifty thousand new ideas um, and stuff like that. So I think that that's that's the first piece of advice. It's just it's just take 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 a minute, take some time for yourself um, to really focus on what it is that you want because you might feel actually the things that you were doing before aren't important anymore. Um, yeah. And two, it's just everything we've, we've been saying the whole time. It's just it's just adapt. So it's. It's don't do what everybody else is doing, um, even if it is right. So, I mean, it could be right. But for us, an example, um, 
you know, some people are seeing us earning money by doing these 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 things online for free, uh, and everybody starts jumping on doing these things for free. It doesn't necessarily mean it's right, but they don't know what our goal is. We have different, you know, same company, same audience. You know, we're both children's entertainers. Our goals may be completely different to those. We may, yeah. as we said, have the big, massive global goals, TV shows, franchises. What we're doing now is to is to you know give gravitas at, and you know energy towards getting those things that we want. But a, a local entertainer just doing free on live shows. It, it might not be why they want to do it. Um, so I think it is just not following the crowd, seeing where, as Tommy said, where that puck is going, where, where, you know, don't go where everyone is now, go where you want to see yourself. And again, that just goes back to that reverse engineer the future. Rick is just saying what I said earlier, really. I think that's... <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a few pieces. Great advice, great advice. Really, really good. Love that. Um, Tommy, what's your, what's your advice? Two bits of advice. Um, how do you add value to someone right now? I think that's important. If your information's free, information, you can't make money from information anymore, so don't bother. You know, if you want to give some inf information, tutorials, give them away for free, but how can you handhold and implement with someone? You know, that's when you can add value. So how can you do that online? You know, mm -hmm. if you're a teacher, just jump on Zoom. If you're, the problem is, if, if you're, if you've got property, if you're, if it is, if you're a soft play company, I, you know, people that I know, it's hard, isn't it? Because you can't use your asset. If you can't use your asset, you have to go make some more. And that's find a way of adding value and make an asset around it. Mm. That, 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 I mean, just, just jumping on that, like Tommy said, if someone does have soft play stuff or, you know, like, I mean, I'm just thinking like, you know, hairdressers where they can't physically do the stuff, they can still do things around their, you know, things they haven't thought of before. So now like, with a hairdresser or whatever, how, how can you do stuff online? You can show how to style. You can show, you know, things that go along with that stuff. You can teach people maybe to cut online, but then, you know, once then they you know you, they like you. Give them. So then you can partner with, I don't know, I don't use my product, but head and shoulders, partner with them to, and take a cut of their... And it's, it's true. It's, and, oh, last piece of advice, Sebastian, because I said this the other week, and actually I had quite a few people message me saying that was the best piece of advice, and it is who can help you right now so it's partnering with different people like we've had a lot of people approach us but now is the time to look through your facebook list of however many thousands of friends you've got or people that have been like sebastian me and sebastian we've never actually spoken before and and you know we both did kpi yet we've never really spoken uh, and he's reached out over this time uh, and now look at this relationship we're building and he's just invited us to go to dubai with him that was all because of what's happening now. So who is it that, that maybe you could reach out to do? I kind of made it my thing, not, not to do with business, but I message about 10 or 15 people a week that I don't normally speak to at the moment and say, hey, how's it going? Haven't spoken to you in a Not Not any girlfriends, Tommy. I see you smiling. They're all girls. They're all girls. They're all lovers. They're like, who's this? <laughs> who's this guy? Where's Block. this guy gone? Uh, Why is he sending me pictures? Block. Our bastard. Um, but honestly, reaching out to people that you don't normally speak to can really open doors right now and just connect yeah. whether or not it's to do with business or not. Like you don't know what, you know, doors can be opened by speaking to someone different and that you haven't spoken to before. Amazing. I want to say something because he's it. Everyone's going to hibernation, haven't they? But still yeah. gather their nuts before they hibernate. You need to gather some nuts. Don't just hibernate without something because you'll, you'll wake up and what are you going to eat? You're nuts. 
<laughs> Such a bad ending. Cool, but uh, thanks, Tommy Bailey. That was that was that was absolutely brilliant advice, and I I totally agree with you. Everyone's so open to to connecting and communication right now, and I think I think you know everyone's sort of stuck at home and happy to connect. And I've seen so many collaborations and partnerships go on now. People are open to it. It's almost like all the cards that everyone had on their hand is on the table now, and you have to pick up a new set, right? <laughs> And so, and so you've got to find a new card. You've got to find a new hand. And so, and so I'm seeing a lot of people being open to that. So yeah, brilliant advice. And um, don't do what everyone else does. You know, how can you add value right now? What can you implement for other people? Um, step back and see what you want to do. Um, I love that as well. And, you know, um, who can you help right now? Really, really good advice, guys. Thank you both so much for coming on the show. How can, um, how can all these guys get in touch with you? Um, follow your story. Watch you guys smash it over the next year as you grow to be the world's best online <laughs> provider. So you can head over to our website, www.captain-fantastic.co.uk or just search Captain Fantastic Children's Entertainment on Facebook or YouTube. If you've got any kids, check out our YouTube sketch show and all our silliness that we do. Anywhere Amazing. else, Rick? No, that's, that's the best stuff. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we wish you... All the best in this. Merry Christmas. Where you going? <laughs> uh, no. uh, we wish you all the best in this in this hard time, man. But like this time doesn't need to be hard. Everyone's saying oh, such a negative, you know, time it is. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying obviously it's hard for a lot of people. I'm saying it's hard for a lot of people. Of course it is. But what I'm saying is, you know, every cloud you have to try and do something around. You can't just, you know, if someone, you know, if you get like Rocky says, isn't it? It don't matter how hard you get hit. You gotta, yeah. Well, you get. Oh, shit, I wish I how hard you can hit. <laughs> don't, don't start the quote unless you're gonna finish it. Come on, Ricky, let's go. Like, just Tommy, do it for me. Oh, I've got to Google it, don't I? What is it? It's not about uh, <laughs> you can get. Yeah, yeah. It's about how hard you can get on moving forward. Yeah, something like that. But, but it's true, man. Like that's, that's it. Every- can we end this now? We're just rambling. Yeah. I was, I was going to end it on that, guys. You know, that, was, that, was, that was a strong ending. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Don't get hit. Thank Amazing. <laughs> Amazing job. Guys, Ricky and Tommy, thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, and, you know, really, really appreciate you guys giving your time, advice and insights to the After Next community. Thank you, guys. Cheers, thank guys. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to be the first to get access to our live interviews, then head over to f10x.com to apply to be a part of our online community.